0: Little smiles here, most of these fans tonight because they've seen the Warriors with the coaching of Andrew Webster. Just his fourth game as a head coach after a couple of fill-in stints at both the Tigers and
1: the Panthers. His first win as a full-time coach. Yeah, there it was. His first game as a full-time coach. And I'll tell you what, Sats, it must have been special for the team and the fans to play that first game in a long time of the season back home in New Zealand. He joins us now. He is, of course, the Warriors head coach. We had him on late last year. Andrew Webster, welcome to Sports Day. How was that feeling for the crowd and the boys and the, and the whole club to get that first win of the season back home?
2: Yeah, I think it was relieving and exciting, I suppose. I think for the boys in particular, I was so happy for them. Um, you want to start the year on a good note, getting two points. Um, it was ugly at times, but you probably got to win ugly in the first five rounds. Um, so, yeah, just really excited for all the fans, the support down in Wellington. I don't know what it looked like on television, but the atmosphere was really cool. So um, lots of um, blue Warriors jerseys, so really proud of that. And, and uh, yeah, just so happy for the boys.
0: No, it looked good on TV, Webby, I've got to say. But uh, in saying that also, why Wellington round one? Why was it Wellington not in Auckland?
2: Uh, a couple of reasons. So there was a Harry Styles, so Mount Smile, um, <laughs> known for their um,
0: concerts. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. They're known for their concerts. yeah. And it always happens around this time. So um, that was one reason. The other reason was we pretty excited to take the game um, to around New Zealand. So obviously with COVID, um, there's been no football here at all. And then at the back end of last year, Auckland got to see a few games. So um, we took a troll game to Christchurch and get an opportunity to take it to Wellington and show our fans there. That, that was pretty cool as well. So it was a bit of, bit of sweet because we'd love to be on well, well um, well, Mount Smart, but yeah, it was a good opportunity to take it down there as well.
0: Yeah, Mount Smart Operations said to the Warriors, there's only one direction for you, and that's Wellington. Oh, that's Bang. good. Got it? That yeah. is good. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, now, Webby, you've been in New Zealand before as an assistant, so... Since you've returned, has the transition been easier, but has much change in relation to the organisation itself?
2: Um, yeah, it's It's been easy It's been easy the, living in the town itself, um, even working at the club, because uh, half the staff are still there. I think three or four players I coach as an assistant are still here. So I've got relationships with people. Um, I've worked with some of our coaching staff here before. Uh, even in the high performance, so it, it, it's been a lots of continuity in that in that sense. Um, I feel like the ambitions a little bit different, or very different, from the players and the front offices. Um, they're trying to put a real pathway system in here, where um, giving them the opportunity that we can have SG balls, jersey flag teams, eventually. Hal Matthews hopefully currently go to New South Wales Cup as well. So that's never been done in the history of the Warriors. So I feel like. The ambition here to create a Pathways program, keep our talenties is like, really, really high, and they want to win competition. So I'd say that's the biggest change that I can see and completely different squad, obviously. So, um, yeah, barring a couple. But, what? Yeah, no, it's, it's really cool.
0: I've said this to you in person when I saw you in, in Auckland uh, before Christmas, Webby, and I, I, and I said I loved your comments in a story that you did before Christmas where you said, I'm not going to go from the Panthers where we had great success. I'm not going to copy and paste and try and transfer that to another team. One of the smartest things I think any coach can do. So what are the ingredients that you've identified now that can make the New Zealand Warriors a premiership threat?
2: Uh, I, think it's, I think it's working out our style. Um, what suits us. So yeah, a bit of repeat here. You know, a lot of interviews I've probably done is the fact that you got to establish what wins generically. So every team's got to be good at. Um, so we we know what that looks like, and we've practiced it hard. And then also, what are we? What are our strengths? So um, I feel like we've got a really mobile pack, a uh, uh, you know, really mobile forward pack, which is exciting. So we've got to play to that. We I like our spine. So. Um, We've got a a lot weight Egan near the trial line, so there's things like that you've got to play to. I think the ingredients is we're going to have to keep being resilient. I think that's a generic thing in the MRL and turn up for each other and be able to turn things away. Um, the biggest thing we've got to work on the biggest ingredient here is about building a lot more pressure. We even on the weekend we made things really hard for ourselves. Even though uh, I came away with the two points, we could have could have made the night a lot easier and a lot smarter. But, um, yeah, those, those kind of things are what we're, what we're working
1: on. Webby, when Sats and I spoke to you late last year, you said one of the one of the keys to success was going to be the defence. Uh, we both thought yeah. the defence in your first game last week was pretty good. Were you happy with Outstanding. that?
2: Outstanding. Yeah, I was happy. I was really happy with the trial line stuff, definitely. I mean, they were parked down on our line for quite some time. Um, we considered two tries, which is... Um, we had a little bit of a brain snap early, and, and one bad decision later in the game. So, I, I was happy with that. Um, I think um, I think it's like I think as everyone starts to click a little bit more, and everyone starts to get a little bit slick in their attack, because uh, everyone's sort of rusty round one. Even though you practice all preseason, you, you you're attacking against a completely different defence. You're not you're not attacking against what you face it uh, from your teammates. So, I think we're going to have to. Rem- keep improving rapidly on our defence because I think what's going to be thrown at us is going to be a lot stronger than what we're receiving at the moment.
0: Now, you mentioned your spine and how impressed you are with them at the moment. A guy that I I can't believe the Sharks let him go, to be quite honest. You know who I'm going to talk about straight away. I thought he was really good in the trials. And Luke Metcalf is skillful, He's deceptive. He's got great speed. When's he due back? I
2: mean, he's going to be a while, Luke. Uh, he's going to be probably seven to seven to uh, ten games from now. So uh, Luke's got a, a hamstring sh- um, tear, and, and, and everyone's probably thinking that's a bit that sounds a bit crazy for him to be out for that long. But um, he's done it before, or quite a few times when he was in Australia. Um, so we just want to take some care here and just uh, and look after him. I think he's the future. So. Um, we've got to make sure that he's not constantly tearing his hamstring. We've got to take our time and get this right with him. Could he be back earlier? Yeah, I, I think he could be, but we're not we're not rushing. We're we're trying to play the long game here for longevity of his career.
0: Now, is there any he, players he any players you didn't know much about? We'll be going over Yeah, coaching against them at the Panthers, but haven't really known a lot about them. But gone over there, and they've raised your eyebrows and gone, hey, this guy's. Know, just impressed me to the point where, you know, I now know a lot more about him. But not only that, he's he's got so much more about his game I didn't know know about. Is there someone that stands out? Um, well, Marcelo
2: Montoya is like, he's a very good leader. So I see him on television running hard. Like I could praise him in the defensive line, I've always seen that and knowing that about us, um, the energy around the group, like, they're the things energy and how he leads and how he helps people, like I I wouldn't I was shocked by that and just because I don't know him. Um Tore Harris, like I thought he was he's like one of the best locks in the NRL. Um, and I, I knew how good he was as a player, but I just didn't know how competitive he was as a person. Just find out things like that. Um, and just how bad he wants to win and his leadership skills are, are uh, second to none. So I think it's those sort of things. You you just like you watch him, like you say. You think I know this about him as a, as a player, but then when you actually see the character in them, uh, and some of our young guys which you guys will never heard about, that's when I walk in and go, "What's our young players here like that haven't played first grade yet?" And we we got a few good ones coming through.
0: Yeah, nice. nice. I remember talking to some of the Melbourne Storm players about Taihu Harrison. And at the time, he was only 20 or 21 playing NRL in a team like Melbourne Storm. And I thought, yeah, this kid must be pretty special if he's, if he's keeping his place in a Melbourne Storm team and winning comps. Now, um, what about your fullback last week, Charles Nichol Klukstar? He was very Dylan yeah. Edwards-like, wasn't he? He was everywhere. His positioning, his energy was outstanding.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's Chance's strength. You know, he, he puts the team first, so he wants to be where they need him. He will do that unselfish run when the, when the boys are uh, tired. He brings full back, ex- the ball back really, really well. Um, I think his biggest strength on the weekend was picking on forwards when they were tired around the ruck. Um, just that energy he had and that evasion. So I thought he was really good. They tried to tried to kick on him early a couple of times and he's put himself in the line and knew when to get out at the right time. And I thought that try saver on Ponga was just like, unbelievable. Yeah.
0: So, okay. Um,
2: yeah, he, he's he a beauty.
0: His energy is amazing. His energy is amazing now. Yeah. Now, one of the hardest questions you'll get all year, and I hope I'm not sort of clashing with any sponsors with the no, Warriors go. now. So, I um, <laughs> I apologise if I'm about to, and, and you can correct me, of course. Do the right don't thing. Don't get me in trouble. No, you. I'm not. So, me if I'm right, you. I don't want yeah. Cam- I don't want Cameron George knocking on your door. Two first names, Cameron George. I. <laughs> now, are are you a DB or a Spates man? Good question. TV, or is it,
2: mate. Am I allowed to say lion red? Yeah, okay? yeah, It's
0: up to you. Absolutely. You're a lion red
2: man, are am. you? Yeah. No, mate. I, Stacey Jones absolutely loves, loves it. So I have a beer with him. Um, <laughs> Bates is fine. We've even snuck a few VB cans over here. So oh that, wow. Um, yeah, team manager slipped a couple of those in the esky for me after the game. Um, <laughs> but,
1: uh, <laughs> mate, I. I'm
0: very versatile. I'm very versatile that. That's a good
1: way to answer it. it's cold <laughs> yeah, yeah. and wet. Hey, um, yeah, cold. Yeah, cold and wet. That's all it needs to be. Yeah, uh, we're, that's it. Hey, listen, uh, obviously you watched that Dolphins versus Roosters game last week. Manu's yep. back. Jeez, what's the feeling like uh, possibly taking on, well, taking on the Roosters after copying that beating from the Dolphins last week? They'll want to hit back. They'll want to hit back hard.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah, oh, we we're well aware of it. Um, but it's funny because we we've got things, so many things we want to work on and get better from our win. That um, yes, we've got obviously one eye on what we're going to improve on, and then also what did we see on from the weekend? And and yeah, they. Oh, I heard Trent talk after the game. Yeah, you they know, they're, they're um, certainly I'm sure going to come out firing. So. Yeah, we're going to have to be prepared for that. So another another weakness of ours Uh, last week was obviously we didn't start very well in the first half and second half. So um, when a hungry team like that come out in their home first first home game in Sydney, I think they're going to be pretty fired up, so we better
0: be ready for it. Yeah, the new Allianz as well. Now, before we let you go, I've been meaning to ask a few of the coaches now, because when I was back playing, we used to do, a, well, the coaches did a lot of work on the opposition, and you knew pretty much something yep. about every player in the opposition. You know, they carry the ball mainly in this hand, they'll step off that foot. How, how much work, because we always hear we coaches say, we've just got to worry about our game first and foremost, but how much emphasis goes on the opposition, and then how much of that is fed back into the playing group without confusing them and, and over overkilling them too much with information
2: yeah so i think oh, we definitely you've got to know your enemy it's stupid if you're going blind um the old saying we've got to look after ourselves is like so true it's not funny like because that's that's the way to get improvement but you got to know what's coming we feed the most important things from the team aspect meaning what the team needs to see and know um, as for, say, if you're a right centre, you need to know what their left centre does because you're going to mark him what hand he carries it in, what foot he steps off. So we'll do that in position groups. So like a front rower doesn't need to sit there and video and see how how the left centre is going to mm. take on our right centre. He just needs to probably worry about the pack. Um, probably needs to more worry about those outside backs when they carry the ball through the middle. So we will, we will talk about that. We will look at sort of weaknesses we think we can exploit um, but we break it down into small groups, so that we're not showing endless amounts of video or content that they don't need to see. We only show what that particular group of players need to see, or that individual, and then we'll go into a, a, a broader team aspect where we summarise it. So we definitely do work on it.
1: It's really interesting to hear that, Webby, because pl- you know, like players now, you don't want to put them all in the one room and uh, don't overcook them. Don't yeah. overcook. And it's good, and, but they want no. to know. They want to know why. They've got to make those – they want They want to know why we're doing that. And, I, mate, that's outstanding to hear that and the psyche behind the whole thing. Mate, that's that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that with us.
2: Pleasure. All right. Absolute pleasure.
1: Uh, you, l- actually, that's a good point you make, Jase. Do you find that well, – I
0: know that when we were all playing, and, and you yourself, Webby, that if a coach told you to do something, yeah. you just – you did it. But it, is the new athlete, like Jase says, do they want to know – are there some athletes that want to know why we want not do that? Not challenging the – the coach, but more sort of more reasoning behind their, why they're doing something.
2: Well, I think because they've got so, they have access to so much information, um, and they're they're across so many different things. So, uh, in the game, if you come up with an idea or you want something from a player, and he sits there and goes, "Well, how does that look for me? And how am I actually going to do that? And how, what impacts it going to have?" Type thing. Um, so you've got to, you've got to, yeah. If you get, if you want real buying, you're going to have to explain things. I think there's some things that some players don't need. That they just go, "Whatever, boss, I'll do it." Yep, hundred percent. Others are like well educated on different parts of the game, and they want to actually know why. And if you do that, I think you'll get a greater buying.
1: Mm. What, sure. what? One more quick one. Sorry, I know we've taken so much of your time, but we yeah. spoke to Eddie Jones last night. Yeah and Matt Rogers or maybe even Sats asked him you know what happens cuz his coaching style in the past has been quite tough quite confrontational yeah. and he said no no there's yep. still a time and place for it now you do you believe that Andrew
2: Oh definitely i think i think the um that's one thing also knowing the group and knowing the individual so you, you can't you can't be real confrontational um, with every single player, because they they just won't relate well to it, and it's probably not their learning style and how they improve. Some people probably respond to it really well and, and, and like it. You got to you got to get that on an individual basis, a mm. team basis. Am I going to yell and scream here? Will this get the best out of them? And if it if it's not, then it's not the right way to go. But there's certainly going to be a time where you um, where you're going to need need that. But at the same same time when you do it you've got to be authentic so if that's eddie's style and that's what he's good at and, and um, people think he's being himself then it'll actually have an impact but if they think you're just doing it for the sake of it and you're trying to be someone you're not because i'm not a huge yeller and screamer i've got one in me if i had to mm. but uh, every now and then i'm like i might let go with something but um no i'm, I'm not, my style is a little different so you've got to be yourself in those regards like oh, i have He's not a yelling screamer, as you could imagine. Mm. So you're a crazy
0: know. redhead. Of course, yeah. you got a oh, temper. You got to yell in yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Hey, hey, hey! Strawberry blonde. <laughs> Strawberry blonde.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, yeah. Andrew Webster, uh, head coach of the New Zealand Warriors, taking on the Roosters Saturday arvo at Allianz. Enjoy that brand new stadium. And I reckon, given the proximity to Bondi Beach, I reckon there's going to be more more Warriors supporters there than Roosters. True, so true. enjoy mm-hmm. the home crowd. <laughs> Well, I hope so. I, I, I hope all the Warriors
0: fans can get there. We can give them something to cheer about.
1: Thanks for your time, Webby.
0: Cheers, guys.